Welcome to The Blitz. It's your hosts, C. Frank and Tom. Um, We have a very, very big and exciting episode today, Um, kind of going over a lot, a lot of draft picks, um, recapping just the whole league in general. Um, But we're going to kind of mix it up today. We are not going to do a Blitz. Um, We're kind of feeling generous. It's playoffs in the MSR community. So... Um, we're going to skip that. We're going to get right into Pick'ems. And then after Pick'ems, I'm going to explain kind of this uh, this this big project we've been up to. So, Tom, do you want to recap Pick'ems? Yeah, so uh, week 14 was the last one that we did. We originally planned to hit a week 17 one, but I think we only were in week 17 for like five hours before we went ahead. So 14 ended up being the end. We both had the same lock of Niners over Arizona, and we both got that. Your upset was Dolphins over Jets, which you did not get. My upset was Washington over the Saints, which I did not get. So we were tied at 9-9. You had the bonus of Jets versus Dolphins. You doubled down on the Dolphins, even though I tried to talk you out of it, and that ultimately won it for you. So you won 10-9. So again... yeah, so remember, we said the loser of this is giving a $20 gift card to the winner of our contest, which we did not disclose, which now we can go ahead and disclose what it was. So what we were doing was we were counting the most retweets. We told everyone to make sure you interact with us on Twitter, follow us on there, you know, mainly just interact. And that's what we were looking for, most retweets. So by a landslide, the winner is I see through you for the, with the Broncos. He had 10 retweets out of our 13 tweets that we have made over the course of this season. So Damn. I see, yep. So I see through you has hit pretty much all of them. He is the winner of our contest. Like I said, so I will be DMing you with your, uh, with your gift card. Thanks for supporting us guys. Um, you know, just cause you didn't win doesn't mean we don't appreciate you. Um, this is just a little extra and, uh, just look forward to, you know, Uh, more things in the future yep so that's kind of it for pickums we're not going to do any playoff pickums or anything we're just going to kind of move move on from that for now um kind of wait till next season and see what we're going to do so the meat and potatoes of this episode is a lot of data we've uh gathered over probably like the last week, two weeks, um, mainly this last week. So, you know, a couple overall points will be, um, you know, off just because of progressions and stuff. And I just want to get that out there right now. Um, So what we did, um, and I was very interested in this, is I've always wondered, Tom's always wondered, you know, what colleges produce the best players? in Madden is it random or is it you know is it not is Alabama and Clemson the teams um you know should you be drafting from a big school is there any secret algorithm you know Madden does put in so we went through and we documented um it's like how many 416 players 416 players of all the drafts that have taken place. So we're not counting any Carson Wentz's, Lamar Jackson's. This is the Javier Guerrero, 
Alex Thompson's Carl Baxter's of the world. Okay? And this is the top 32 guys from every draft and then from every draft star or better. So if you're the 33rd guy, 33rd top guy in your draft class, but you're a normal, you did not make this list. But if you're the 40th best guy and you're a star, you're on this list. We're making this about the top tier players in the league. And we're going to kind of be going through, you know, what we find is like the quarterback you and the halfback you, you know, like Ohio State is, you know, DBU. Is there those colleges in Madden? Um, Is there, you know, what teams are producing more superstar and X-factor players? And then just what teams are producing like the most players, you know, in general that made this list? So I think we're just going to kick it off over to Tom and he's going to get started with the best, the best teams of churning out superstar or better. Right. So for this list, what we did, like you said, we just wanted to focus on who puts out the elite guys, who puts out the most guys with, for this Madden abilities, the top of the top. So the most superstar or X-Factor players is from Alabama. So through all of our drafts, which is seven so far, they have a total of six superstar or X-Factor players. The next highest is Wisconsin with five. So of these guys here, um, I'll real quickly just read their names off. Alex Thompson. Sorry, sorry I'm going to start with Alabama. Alex Thompson, Deacon, Deacon Sherwood, Markel Noble, Adam Swift, Cliff Howard, and Rajon Morrison are the ones from Alabama. And from Wisconsin, Rashawn Reed, Jimmy Brookins, Luther Agnew, Mike Stevens, and Travis Hardy. So one thing that we saw that was a little interesting with this is even though Alabama had had one more, it seemed as though Wisconsin maybe had the more upper echelon of the tower of, of the talent. So Wisconsin's worst two guys are both 87, which is Mike Stevens and Travis Hardy. They're both 87. So those last two guys are better than the bottom half of Alabama's who is Rajon Morrison, Howard and Swift all at 80, 80 and 84 respectively. So, so that's all, that's the top, like I said, of superstar and X factor guys. So next we're going to go into the uh, position. So why don't you start it off with the quarterbacks? Okay. So what I gathered from the quarterback um, group, you know, the quarterback, you, there was three teams, um, that have both churned out, you know, two quarterbacks each that would fit, fit our criteria. Um, Florida, um, they're kind of, you know, they're maybe coming in last in this, depending how, how you want to figure that out. Um, they churned out Brian Crompton and Wes Bird, uh, 83 and a 74 overall, um, respectively. Um, Next up, or, you know, maybe a little bit behind Florida, just however you gauge this, is Miami. Um, They have the top guy on this list with Javier Guerrero. He's a 98. But then they have Chris Donaldson, who right now is sitting in free agency. 
Um, he's he's star, um, but he's he's a seventy-two, so he's kind of the lowest player out of these teams. Um, but what I would say is the quarterback you um, so far in in our MSR is Boston College. They have churned out Kirk Bayless and Zach Arnold. So Kirk Bayless is the X factor over there in Jacksonville. He's an 89 overall from our second draft class. And then, <laughs> oddly enough, uh, Zach Arnold is a star, um, and he also came over in the second draft class. So just kind of interesting uh, to note there that they're you know they're both from Boston College and they both came out. Um, from the same draft class, kind of a Ohio State-esque um, feel there, you know, when they had JT Barrett and um, Cardale Jones, and I'm, I'm missing some, but so yeah, I, I would say Boston College right now is the place you want to look um, for a quarterback. And, Tom, you can uh, take halfbacks. Yeah, so halfbacks. <clears throat> um so there's three schools here that all had two. So we have North Carolina State, Penn State, and South Carolina. So uh, starting at the bottom is um, is South Carolina, who has Kajam Culliver and Colin LeBlanc, who actually, coincidentally enough, happened to both be on my team. Uh, and they were not from the same draft class. So Kajan Culliver, I drafted LeBlanc. I got in a trade from you. Um, yep. But yes, yeah, so, so they so so they're the two from South Carolina. So second then is Penn State. So Penn State has turned out Isaac Chamberlain, who is the halfback for the Cowboys, and Zach Santuki, who is the halfback for Arizona. And up at the top is North Carolina State, who is. Definitely, definitely the best. So in the first draft class, they produced Darrell Anthony, who we all know is quarterback, or sorry, uh, halfback for the Packers, and also Darrell Preston, who shares time with another another guy on this list, Chamberlain. So Preston and Anthony, both X-Factors, both beasts, 90 and 91 overall from the first and second class from NC State. Looking for a halfback, you want to get an X-Factor kind of guy, NC State might be one of where you look for this last draft we're going to have. Damn, that's uh, that's two of, I mean, the top guys in the league, and they're both from NC State. Yep. So, <clears throat> moving over to wide receiver now, um, this one really isn't quite as clear-cut. And I guess something else I should mention, I should have mentioned in the beginning... Um, anybody that was a rookie this year and just the way we gathered data, um, if, if we didn't know their dev, because the way Daddy Leagues does it, you have to click into every dude and click tabs, um, question marks, um, we just kind of left it up, you know, as, as question marks. So we don't necessarily know, like, guys like Matthias Crowder in this receiver class, um, you know, you can click and you can look on and see what he is, but we just kind of left it up as he, you know, he has a lot of potential. We don't know if he's star, we don't know if he's X-Factor, and that's what we did across the board. Um, and then, even when we advance to playoffs, um, Daddy Leagues kind of does some funky stuff, so I just want to be clear on that. 
Um, so receivers doesn't really have any clear-cut guys or clear-cut teams that you would consider a receiver you. Um, there's a bunch of schools here that have churned out two guys that fit our criteria. Louisville, Delaware, um, Eastern Washington, Illinois State, Boston College. Um, but what I would say is maybe like number two, you, you can argue some things, but uh, Delaware has been real interesting. They've churned out two um, pretty good guys in Khalid Savage and Jon Snow up there in Minnesota. Um, but really, I would say the number one team, um, kind of based off just X factor and potential, would be Louisville. So they've churned out Kirkland Agnew playing over there in Tampa, and he is an X factor. And then Matthias Crowther for the Jets, and you know he's he's two question marks. But uh, hint, hint, he is X factor as well. Exactly. So it's a 93 and a 79. You can kind of nitpick this list on, you know, some overalls, but I definitely feel like like Kirkland Agnew is like the best guy of these colleges that have churned out two. And then Crowther, if he gets, you know, another year or two under his belt, he should be talked about as one of the best wide receivers in the league. So I would say right now, if you need a wide receiver, you look to Louisville. All right, and then next up, we're going to move to the defensive line. And this one was pretty interesting because there is a lot of uh, pretty good talent here. You know, we all know that this Madden is a lot about the pass rush and the pass rush ability. So this was this was a key one here. Um, so Florida and NC State led with four. They each had four piece, but. We also included UCLA here, even though they only have three, because they arguably have the top three, like the best group. So let's start off with NC State first. So NC State has four guys, like I said, but only one guy that's an X factor. The other guy is normal, so he's just the top 32 in his class, and then two star guys who aren't very good. They're backups. So then let's move to what is quote-unquote the best, which is Florida. They have four, but they have uh, Jabari Logan, who's a defensive tackle for the Niners, Howard Mosley, and for the Tennessee Titans, Michael Cruz, who's a tackle for the Jets, and Devontae Stokes, who is an end for the Eagles. So only one of those guys has abilities. Then you go to UCLA, UCLA has has three of the top six overalls here, even though the other two schools have more. So they've put turned out to Clifford Strickland, who's on the Broncos, Cecil Friedman, who was on the Patriots, and Mike Kaysen, a defensive tackle for the Saints. So you're looking for some pass rush. This one, like I said, I don't really think there's like a clear cut. Like if we're talking just top talent, like it is Florida. It's definitely Florida for top talent. But if you're looking for more elite talent rather than the consistency, UCLA might be the way you want to go. 
Man, that is crazy how, like, Florida has four, four really good dudes. You could just line up Florida's uh, D-line there and have a great front four. Yep. UCLA having three, um, man, you know, 87, 87, 86. That's, that's a three hell beasts. of a D-line. Yeah, three beasts. <laughs> so then moving over to linebacker, um, I would put three teams kind of in the running for... Uh, linebacker you with Ole Miss, Wisconsin, and Florida. The way I would rank these, and the top two teams are very close. So we'll kind of start with Florida. They have the most guys um, on the linebacker list with three. They have Matthew Thomas, who's playing in New Orleans. He's superstar. Uh, Courtney Barrington, I believe his name is, in Seattle. He drops down kind of to a 79, still solid. Um, but then they have Sean Lofton over there in Houston, who's like a 57 overall star backup. So, you know, in a year, two, he might not even be in the league. So I would definitely rank Florida third, even though they have the most linebackers. Then you would kind of go over to Wisconsin. They, they have two 87 overall linebackers with Mike Stevens, a middle backer in Dallas, and then Travis Hardy, a middle linebacker uh, for the Los Angeles Rams. They're an X-Factor and a superstar, um, respectively. And then <clears throat> I would put Ole Miss at number one. Their overalls just nudge out Wisconsin with a 90 and an 89. Um, the top the top dude is Bradley Price, uh, Jacksonville middle linebacker, and then a Baltimore middle linebacker at D'Angelo Newman. And they're both superstars. Two superstars, both aged 24 from the fourth and fifth draft class. So they still have time to get even better and then they have some longevity to stay in the league and hope, you know, Ole Miss adds to this list some. Yeah, and one thing I want to touch on with the linebackers too, which you kind of hint- hinted towards a little bit, but this uh, so far has been one of the most consistent ones that we've seen as far as like top talent. Like a lot of the other ones that we were looking at with D-line and wide receivers, like there were some guys that like really only made the list because they were a star dev or because it was like the seventh draft class so they haven't really had time to develop yet and they're just they're just in the top 32 but this one like what do we have eight guys on here yep and six of them have abilities like like this has been consistent Ole Miss in Wisconsin is is putting out guys that have abilities that are elite for sure so lastly then as well let's move to defensive backs or DBU uh, this one was easily Alabama. There was nobody else in contention for this. Alabama has three, and all three players are pretty good. So Deacon Sherwood is a pop. He is an X-Factor, 90 overall, uh, free safety for the Dolphins. And then Markel Noble, who is a safety for the Falcons, he is an 89 overall. And then Rajon Morrison, who is a cornerback for the Falcons, and he's a superstar, and he is 80 overall. So definitely, like I said, Alabama wasn't really close with the other ones. These guys were the top. <clears throat> yep. Yep. So then uh, we will kind of move now um, 
to the best teams. And we kind of broke these down into ca- uh, a couple categories. There's teams that have have produced 10 plus guys, um, eight to nine guys, and then six to seven. So these six to seven uh, players per team, I'm just going to kind of touch on. We're not really going to go very in depth. These are just kind of um, just honorable mentions. So I guess we'll kind of start um, FAU. They churned out Seawright, Zach Peralta, and Paul Jackson. Uh, you know, three, four guys in the 80s. Uh, Auburn, they turned out six guys. They have Francis Leonard for Houston, X Factor 92. Kent Samuels, halfback for Minnesota, he's a 90. And then, like, uh, Nick Rivera, right tackle for New Orleans, he's an 84. I'm just kind of kind of uh, naming just a couple of the top guys. Um, LSU is up there. They've produced Max Teal, an 85 overall corner for Jacksonville. Uh, Matthew Hole, a right tackle for Houston. And Reggie Andrews, a strong safety for Baltimore. Miami is up there. Um, Miami, interesting, interesting enough, has two of the top three guys drafted, period, with Javier Guerrero and Antoine Trailer. They're both 98 overalls, both X-Factors from the first and second draft class. They also have an 86, an 82, and an 80 over there in Miami. So even though they churned out, you know, only like seven guys, they still have a pretty damn good team. Um, Oklahoma has three guys 90-plus with Spencer Miner, Dylan Kruger, and Chris Edmond. Um, Miner is an X-Factor, and for Detroit, Kruger is a star, strong safety for Philly. And then Edmund is the quarterback of the L.A. Chargers, who are currently in the playoffs. Um, <clears throat> Oregon State has churned out a few. Um, a bunch of just kind of low 80 overall talent. Mike Noble, Samuel Hill, Allen Jefferson. Uh, Tennessee. There's really not much good from there. Yeah. Um, let's skip. Oh, so Penn State has a couple. They have Isaac Chamberlain, who we've talked about, and Zach Saniguchi. Um, Joey Scaloli, D tackle, playing in Carolina. Mike Wiggum, a wide receiver for the Seahawks. Um, Tennessee has some. Washington, West Virginia, and then Wisconsin, and we've talked about Wisconsin some. So these are just, you know, some of the teams we're kind of mentioning. Um, We're going to hopefully do a deep dive blog or just, you know, something where you guys can look a little bit closer at this instead of me just, you know, listing a top couple dudes. Um, So look for that. But We'll kind of move over now to what I really want to talk about. And these are like the upper echelon teams, um, the eight and nine, and then the 10 plus. We'll kind of dive into the eight and nine right now. Um, Tom, you want to kind of lead us there? Yeah, so we'll start (laughs) off here. Um, 
Alabama. Okay, we talked about Alabama earlier. So they have eight players on, on this list here. They have defensive tackle, Alex Thompson, 98 overall X-Factor. They have uh, X-Factor safety, Deacon Sherwood for the uh, Dolphins here, 90 overall. Then they have Markel Nobles, safety for the Falcons, Philip Wood, receiver for the Chargers, Adam Swift, quarterback for the Patriots, Cliff Howard, running back for the Rams, Rajon Morris, cornerback for the Falcons, and Nicholas Bates, who is a defensive end for the Raiders. So uh, out of this list, three they have three X-Factors, three superstars, and two star players. Uh, so, so they've been pretty consistent here with putting out some top-end guys with eight. Uh, next up, we have Boston College, where I talked to them a little bit with some of the quarterbacks they've been putting out. Um, so real quickly here, Kirk Bayless, quarterback for the Jags. Gerard Ballard, who's defensive end for the Saints. Shaq Weber, <laughs> Shaq Weber, wide receiver for the Falcons. Terrence Laramore, uh, left tackle for the Bengals. Zach Arnold, quarterback for the Packers. Greg Carmen, wide receiver for the Giants. Darion Spearman, halfback for the Chargers. And Jackie Devine, who is a, an end for the Bears. So out of these players, they have three superstar players. Three superstar plus uh, two. It's two superstars, one X factor. One guy who's hidden, who is Spearman, who I believe is an X factor, and then they have four star guys. Uh, next up here we have Louisville, who also who they have nine. They're eight. Nine. I think they have eight. And Louisville has probably put out the best quarterback wide receiver duo. So they have uh, Kirkland Agnew, who we said um, wide receiver for the Bucks earlier. Levi Parks, who's a X-Factor defensive end for the Bears. Richard Zeigler, who is the quarterback for the Colts. Andrew Bartholomew, right tackle for the Broncos. Matthias Crowther, wide receiver for the Jets. Josh Jacobs, safety for the Bucks. Bill Seymour, who's a fullback for the Broncos. And Eddie Silvers, who's a safety for the Rams. So, like we already said, they have the best quarterback-wide receiver combo. They have two X-Factors. They got four stars. One guy who is hidden. Uh, Crowther, who we also know is an X-Factor, so three X-Factors. And then one normal guy. Uh, and then our top of this section, which uh, the two teams that have nine. So, one is NC State. We've hit on quite a few of these guys already. Uh, they were our halfback team. So they have Darrell Anthony, who we know. Darrell Preston, we know. Lindell Stewart's an X-Factor defensive end for the Giants. Braden Forney's a safety for the Bengals. Dominic Fowler, defensive end for the Saints. William Witt, who's a kicker for the Vikings. Madison, Madison Borden, who is a defensive end for the Texans, and then two other Saints players, defensive tackle Sean Flynn and Xavier Langford, who's a receiver. So out of their nine players, they've put forward three X-Factors, four-star, one hidden player who I don't know. Probably he's just star. Probably a star. Yeah, and then one normal player. And then our last team that has put forward nine top-tier players is USC. USC has put out Ronnie Donaldson, who is a superstar, and for Dallas, Nathan Bowe, cornerback for the Lions, Ryan Moore, quarterback for the Lions. That's a lot of Lions on here. Chase Parrish, left tackle for the Lions, and then Conrad Minshew, guard for the Colts, Antoine Robertson, who's the newly acquired 
halfback for Chicago, Roosevelt McNeil, strong safety for the Pats, Carl Dodge, outside linebacker for the Bengals, and Kent McFarland, right tackle for the Saints. So out of these guys, we got two X-Factors, one superstar, three stars, two hidden guys, which I'm sure they're probably both star, and then one normal guy. So I don't know about you, Tom, but I kind of look at this, this list out of these teams. My first takeaway is Detroit looks to USC to draft yep. uh, their players, and they're doing a damn good job at it because out of those three Detroit USC players, it's a 92, a 91, and an 81 overall. So pretty damn good with two X factors. Um, but for me, and I guess I don't know for you, I kind of feel Alabama probably wins uh, out of these colleges for me, just talent-wise. As we've spoke earlier, you know, three X-Factors, three superstars, they're producing the most at that level. And then their bottom overall guy right now is like a 77. So they just churn out very, very good talent. And then Louisville looks to throw the ball around uh, quarterback and two really good receivers. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. It's funny, too, because, I mean, you know how many franchises we have started and sim through, and I always tell you to go with Michigan State guys because I feel like they put out some guys. And I'm wondering if Detroit has, like, the same mindset here with USC. Always go with USC guys because he feels like they put out the top guys. It's just funny seeing three three players from this on the on one team that are in like the top here. But I definitely agree with you 100%. Alabama, they even though they have eight compared to to the couple guys that have nine and the other teams that have more, they're just they're consistent, man. Like they only have two players that don't have abilities. Like they they're just churning out top and talent for sure. So now we kind of. We'll kind of move over to three teams that have churned out 10-plus players. Um, Not all of these players are, you know, super high overall guys, but according to our criteria, these three teams churn out the most talent, and they are Florida, Michigan State, and South Carolina. Florida has churned out 12 Michigan State has has 10, and then South Carolina has 10. So when you look at Florida, they have nine star players, uh, one X-Factor, and two superstars. So not a lot of top, top tier guys, um, but they have Matthew Thomas, who's a 93 overall linebacker. Carlos Potter is the X-Factor tight end in Green Bay. Jabari Logan is a star 88 overall D tackle. Howard Mosley, the end in Tennessee, that's an 84. Uh, Brian Crompton, 83 overall quarterback. Wesley Celestin, Jacksonville safety. Jalen Johnson, Michael Cruz, Courtney Barrington, Wes Bird, another quarterback on the list who has been, who has started games, uh, Devontae Stokes and Sean Lofton. So, you know, 93, 89, 88, 84, 83, 83, 82, 81. That's like their top, top guys. Um, Then you look over at Michigan State. They only have 10 
Um, you can argue, you know, they, they have a real strong, you know, top five guys. Mac Taylor is the top guy tied with Marcus Dillon. Mac Taylor is a left end for the Giants. He is a star at 90 overall. Marcus Dillon is a superstar halfback in Cleveland that's a 90. Then they have Max Jamison, the tight end superstar over there in Houston. Then they have Samuel Payton, a center, who's an 85. And then they have Walt Snyder, uh, Isaiah McCoon, Eric Metcalf, Madison Riley, George Cabrera, LaMarcus uh, Wharton. Um, so Michigan State has turned out zero X-Factors, but they have three superstar guys, two stars, uh, three hidden guys, and then two normal. So they don't have quite, you know, the X-Factors we've seen as some of the other schools, but they're churning out a lot of guys there. And then lastly, we kind of look at South Carolina. They have one X-Factor, two superstars, five stars, and then two normal. They have a really strong, I would say, counting this down, like eight really good guys. Uh, Devontae Wiggins is an X-Factor, 98 overall end for Houston. They have Ray Sanderson, a left guard for Philly, that's an 87 Reggie Cohen, a su- the superstar middle linebacker in Houston, that's an 86. Connor Gold, the left tackle in Washington. Then they have Colin LeBlanc and Kadron Culver that we've talked about a little bit earlier. They also have Antoine Medlock, who is another New York Giants player that's a corner a star. He's an 85. Then they have Ellis Ray. And then Devon Pinky left end. So when I kind of look at this list, um, you know, a lot of these schools are pretty even. I I definitely I definitely think you know Florida has won the uh, just you know overall you know good talent school. If you don't know who you know who to draft and it's a tie, you go to the Florida team. Um, just because they're churning out a consistent, you know, star player, better um, level talent. Michigan State's, you know, really nice too. So is South Carolina. There, there's no knocks on them. And I mean, it can kind of go however you want. South Carolina has a lot of players over 80. So what, what do you see there, Tom? You see something I don't? No, I have to agree with you. Um, you know, Florida gets my uh, – I ran out of out of scouting points. I don't know who to draft. Let me just pick someone from Florida because of all the top guys, they have zero normal guys. So close your eyes, pick someone from Florida. You got a pretty good chance that you're going to get someone that's star, or so it seems. Yep. Uh, Michigan State, who I had previously mentioned, like, so they're the college that I personally like, and I have always felt like they just have the most guys in the draft. For whatever reason, I feel like whenever I pick a Michigan State guy, they're pretty damn good. And, you know, this kind of backs it up. Like, they don't have any X-Factor guys, like you said, but they have a good crop of talent. And then, you know, South Carolina by far has the, the highest echelon of talent. And you'll, you'll be able to see that once we uh, once we post this in a blog and we put some screenshots in with all this, too. Like, you know, it's just a bunch of numbers getting thrown at you now. But uh, it's, it's interesting, you know. Um, but... I, I got to ask you though. So, so, so now that we've done all this and we've put everything together, yep. 
what, what do you what do you think? Do you, do you think it matters? Do you think there is a certain like? Do you think that Florida is the go to school, or what do you make of all this? So, from from me looking at it, you know, there's other people that will you know have their own opinions when they see this, but <clears throat> for me, and you know, me sitting there and putting in you know a lot of data here. Um, for me, if I have a first round pick and I don't know where to go and it's, you know, between all these schools that we've listed from the six to seven player schools on up, um, just kind of like in real life, just draft an Alabama player. In my opinion, Alabama, just like real life is the team that you, you just, or the school you want to draft from. Um, You know, if you're in the second and third round and you don't know, um, I would say, you know, take Florida. They've churned out more talent. Um, So I think there's a guy sitting there. Alabama's a very good top end. I don't think there's a lot of Alabama guys that are really good that are probably sitting there in the second and third round. Um, But just kind of like looking at it, like none of these teams like surprise me is is in like they're churning out a lot of talent FAU probably is the biggest surprise that they're on the list because you know when you mention like Auburn LSU Miami Oklahoma you know Oregon State's maybe a surprise Penn State Tennessee Washington West Virginia's maybe a little surprise Wisconsin like most of those teams are big and those are like the teams that are on our threshold so FAU you know they don't have a lot of like top tier guys. They've turned out Batista, Paul Jackson, C. Wright. Um, so to me, like, you know, they're like a very nice surprise. Um, Alabama is the school to take from, but then you can also argue like, like Clemson didn't really make our cut of these best schools. Clemson, I believe, turned out like five guys. So they just missed our six to seven cut and they weren't really anything, you know, to make a, special you know announcement of them about they just weren't very special and in real life you know clemson ohio state and you don't really see those teams here so i don't know if you can necessarily like draw you know what you know from real life necessarily but i i I would think you know the bigger the school like in alabama usc is you know, a very smart place to go with your pick. Yeah. And, you know, I have to kind of agree with you on certain aspects of that too. You know, when we were doing this, um, I was kind of hoping, I, I didn't think that we would, but like, you know, there's part of me that was hoping like, Oh, you know, maybe there is some kind of algorithm to this. You know, maybe there is yeah. some school that really just produces like the best, but it's not the case. And to be honest with you, if I, like you said, if you have a first-round pick and you don't really know where to go, I would not go any of those teams that we have as the most guys. So when you actually okay. like when you actually go and look through it, and like I said, you, you guys will be able to see this a lot easier once we have the pictures posted and everything. But when you look through some of these guys, like or some of these teams, like we said with Florida, they have nine of their guys are star. So they only so like they're producing the most talent. But they're producing the most, what's the right word? Above average talent, you know, startable players, but not the elite talent. Because they only got a couple guys with like abilities. To me personally, I'm going one of these six to seven teams. So when you look at, for me, like Wisconsin, okay? Wisconsin mm-hmm. has seven players. 
They only got two guys don't have abilities. They got two X factors and they have three superstar guys. So like sure. they're consistent. Like they're putting out guys that are like your top end guys. Another one I saw on here, Oklahoma. They got six guys. Only two are star. And the two star guys are good or or well, the one is a really good star guy. So like they're putting out top end talent with abilities. So like I said, you guys all make the decision you want, but I think it's kind of a crapshoot. Your scouting is the most important yeah. thing. You can't fall back on a certain school and rely on it other than, you know, maybe late and just taking a stab on someone. For sure, man. Like this was really fun to do. Um, I've always been super curious um, about, you know, this and, this is like the deepest I've gone in a 32-man league before. So it was really nice to kind of get this info out there. And I hope everybody kind of enjoys it. Do yeah, you, it's... Sorry, yeah, you, got any, you got anything left to add? I'm kind of out of... Uh, I think I'm kind of out of stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm about out of breath from all that. But <laughs> yeah, I, I know, like I said, I'm sorry if you guys hear this one. Um, and... We're definitely going to get something posted with this because, as we've said a few yep. times, it's hard throwing names and schools and this and that at people's face, and they don't really know much of it. Like I don't, I haven't heard of half these guys. You know, they're all made up Madden players. Uh, you know, I don't know the Lions team like the back of my hand. You know, sure. So, so it'll be nice once everyone can really dive into this info. You know, it was a, a ton, a ton of work that you put in to get all this done. Um, so I. I'm excited for people to be able to see it in front of them and make their own conclusions from, from what they think out here. Yep. Yeah. This was a ton of work guys. So please, 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 you know, give us a listen, retweet us, um, get this out there because I really want everybody's input. And, you know, if we missed something or there's something here that you see that we can do a little better, um, let us know. Cause you know, I, I did it, you know, we we did it the way we, you know, felt was best, but maybe there's a different way to kind of portray some of this. It's a lot of guys to go through. That's why we made the decision top 32 and then star or better, regardless of overall, as long as they're star or better. Um, but yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode and we're out. Yeah.